0: Welcome to Career Bits, the weekly podcast for the University Career Center of UNC Charlotte. Each week on Career Bits, we provide a briefing on resources, hiring trends, and career center activities for students and alums of the university. This week's theme is staying on track. Here to help me get that kicked off is my colleague, AJ Simmons, assistant director and career coach at the University Career Center. AJ, thanks for coming on Career Bits.
1: Thanks for having me, Jay. And I just want to take a moment to say this is a wonderful program. And even as a career service professional, I've been able to gain a lot from listening to this podcast. So thanks for having me today.
0: Absolutely. And I I know one of the things I wanted to talk to you about specifically is the Peer Career Ambassadors Program or the PCAs because you manage that program for the University Career Center. And folks, if you've come in for a drop in, you've met our PCAs. Uh, If you've seen tables out around campus, you've met our PCAs. So let AJ talk a little bit about the PCA program and kind of the things that they've been doing even since we've been in the work from home state and then what you got planning for the summer and going forward.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jay. Well, uh, first and foremost, I want to thank our uh, our current Peer Career Ambassadors or PCAs for a wonderful 2019 and 2020 campaign. Uh, they've done a terrific job. And I'd like to, I guess, give you a little bit more information about what it is that that they've done both before we transition to this virtual setting, as well as the work that, that we've been doing uh, in the past two months or so. And so, uh, like you were saying, Jay, if any individual has visited or happened upon our Career Center, they have certainly engaged with one of our PCAs. Our PCAs are our primary point of contact for all guests to the University Career Center. They do a wonderful job of welcoming everyone and helping orient them to wherever it is that brought them into the Career Center in the first place because. As you can attest, there are quite a few things going on at the Career Center at any time. So it's very helpful uh, for our PCAs to be able to not only greet individuals as they come in, but also direct them to wherever they're going, whether that be a drop-in, as you mentioned earlier, an appointment with one of us career coaches, or even if a student is coming in to do a mock interview or an interview with uh, one of the many employers that we have in from time to time. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. And I mean, they are such a grand resource. And the thing that I think is so neat about it, because I've been in career services for a good while, and when you have fellow students that are trained to answer students' common questions, it just really breaks down the barriers and kind of the scary aspect of the office sometimes, right?
1: Most definitely, yeah. And that's where that peer comes in, in the peer career ambassador, um, with providing a Relational approach, you know, or a relational affect for students and alumni so that they're receiving information, they're receiving help from students, quite frankly, who are going through uh, many of the same experiences that they're going through real time. So, one of the primary duties that our PCAs fulfill is that drop in service where students and alum can come to our Career Center without even needing to schedule an appointment and meet with a PCA on a 10 to 15 minute basis around a variety of topics. And we've trained them up very well to help anyone out with their resume needs, their cover letter needs. If someone has a really big interview coming up, they're uh, fully equipped to conduct mock interviews, uh, as well as just provide basic interview tips. We have a really cool function now where this past uh, academic year, We've actually incorporated a LinkedIn professional headshot uh, to the point to where all of our PCAs are trained to be uh, mini photographers to anybody who who needs that service. And again, that comes along with being a student. So that's not an additional charge uh, that we're that we're asking for anyone. Um, They also do a wonderful job of helping to streamline our uh, our services virtually. Kind of leading into that conversation, we have the resume process, the resume review process on Hire a Niner. So uh, for everyone who submits a resume and they're wondering who's looking at this or is this some sort of a computer? I can assure you that it is not a computer. These are our wonderful PCAs who have been trained and who are doing a terrific job of uh, being able to review people's resumes and give them quality feedback in a reasonable amount of time. And we do try to get that feedback back out within 48 business hours. And typically, it doesn't take that long. So uh, again, they've done a wonderful job. And it's helped us transition into this virtual space with this COVID-19 situation that we're all living through. Whereas uh, the online approvals were already online, we've had to convert our drop-in service to more of an online format as well. Uh, and the PCAs were game. They jumped right on it, and they were able to make that happen pretty seamlessly. Uh, we, we hadn't had any complaints or anything about students being able to get in touch with our services, and they were still receiving the same quality of service that they had been receiving uh, in person.
0: I know one of your passions, AJ, is working with our inclusivity efforts in the office. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that and sort of where you see us going with that in the future.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for that question, Jay. I think um, the uh, Career Center offers just a, a bevy of wonderful programming. And the inclusivity mixer is certainly one of those those key uh, keystone programs. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Matt French and, and uh, Jenny Armar as being uh, people who have made this effort work to this point. I, like you, am, am kind of coming on here uh, to this Inclusivity Mixer in this past year, but it has grown in the past three or four years to a very, very uh, large and helpful program. And this Inclusivity Mixer is one in which we're actually connecting employers with students um, in a space to where everybody's comfortable. We have sort of a mixer sort of feel. So typically we're able to offer mocktails and that sort of a deal, just to, um, to, to get people having conversations with one another and to help people to expand their networks. And the employers that we have come in go through a vetting process uh, to make sure that they are companies which are valuing uh, inclusivity and valuing diversity. And doing their part to help rectify some of the uh, some of the ills that have been done with excluding uh, certain groups of people or exploiting even certain groups of people uh, throughout time. So these are companies who have shown a commitment, and in many cases are have been awarded, in fact, for their uh, their efforts to promote inclusivity. Now, in terms of what inclusivity the inclusivity mixer will look like uh, for our upcoming year. We are still in the planning phases uh, given what we're dealing with here with COVID-19. But what I can say is that this is an event that we certainly uh, intend to to have moving forward here in the fall. Um, And what I would encourage students and anybody interested in this in this uh, event to consider is um, that this may be something that's moved into a virtual format. Uh, like many of the other programs that are going on across campus. But again, um, we will, we will definitely make sure that we can maintain that, that sort of inclusive mixer type of feel for this, uh, event because what we've seen in the past is that environment that's been created goes a long way in making students feel comfortable and making them feel like their, uh, their time is valued and they're, uh, using the most of their time at these events. And
0: AJ, I, I know that word gets pushed around a lot, inclusivity, diversity. There's lots of different definitions of that. But the way I've understood it, and I want to see if I'm on the right track here for our students and alums' knowledge, too, is that diversity is the recognition of differences. Inclusion is the, or the idea of inclusivity is including those different points of view in the process, in the planning, in the discussion, in the decision-making, not just recognizing it, but valuing that difference of opinion, that different experience, right?
1: Certainly, certainly. Yeah, I'd certainly agree with that. I think that uh, in many cases, diversity is maybe, a buzzword that kind of signifies the first step in this awakening, if you will, that, that many of us uh, or in many organizations need to uh, go through. Um, and again, recognizing that there is difference, um, I guess that being diversity and then recognizing that uh, that that difference is special and that the things that separate us are just as important as the things that uh, bring us together. And that all different sorts of perspectives can offer value in the work that we do, no matter what sector you're in. I think that inclusivity um, takes that, again, another step. It takes it a few steps further in terms of not only recognizing, not only having a recognition that this diversity is important, but also taking meaningful action to, again, um, rectify uh, maybe any past ills or any blind spots in, in diversity or inclusion by having people come in who are who are representing those people who maybe didn't have a seat at the table if you will in the past and, and giving them the floor and having them uh, affording them the opportunity to uh, to represent themselves and provide unique and nuanced perspectives, which again uh, all, all studies have shown will ultimately enhance the the overall organization. So again, having this this uh, recognition, recognition and orientation towards uh, including people from a variety of backgrounds um, who may not have had that opportunity in the past almost always provides uh, benefits for the full organization as well as the individuals within it.
0: And AJ, I know you're leading a series on black professionals and black professionalism throughout the summer and in the coming fall. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Certainly, yeah. Uh, the uh, Black Professional Series is an event series that we're we're kind of rolling out here for this uh, this upcoming year. Uh, we're we're planning on some programming here in the fall, twenty twenty, um, and really just to kind of run down really quickly what we're seeking to do with this event, and it kind of builds on what we discussed a, a minute ago with the inclusivity mixer. Uh, we want to make sure that. Uh, those who may not necessarily always have the most opportunity are exposed to it, and that the programming that the Career Center is offering is a uh, nuanced and appropriate programming uh, for all communities who can benefit from it. Uh, so, with the uh, Black Professional uh, series, what we're really seeking to do is to facilitate programming that's aimed specifically to help activate. Black and African American students at UNC Charlotte and other students interested um, in getting their career development going. Right, so that career development is all obviously always going to be our um, our main thing, and what that could look like is having uh, those students involved in more of the meetups that we're doing. Maybe having targeted uh, programming for those students, as well as exposing them not only to um, the Career Center's resources, but also other resources on campus, uh, which is another one of our objectives, is to make sure that these students are connected, because what we've seen uh, throughout the past, and this is not necessarily a UNC Charlotte thing, but just in general, um, a lack of connectivity to resources and opportunities for, for various populations. Um, so we're uh, in a process of partnering with a few different offices around campus, um, I, I'd like to call out CHHS Advising Center, um, the uh, Multicultural Academic Services Office, um, the Office of Identity um, or IEE Office, um, as well as a, a bevy of other uh, offices that we're pro, or partnering with to make this program a success. So it won't just be um, as boring old career coaches talking to Uh, all the all of these students it'll also be people from all across campus oh of course the Center for Academic Excellence as well
0: last thing I want to ask you about AJ again our theme this week is staying on track for the summer so as a career coach what are things you're coaching students on to help them stay on track and then what's just some general advice you can provide to students and even recent grads and alums about staying on track with their career development and career goals because as we both know that's a lifelong process (laughs)
1: <laughs> definitely. I think I if if you have any advice, I'd love it if you could share that with me too. Um <laughs> but I uh I, I would definitely say that, you know, I think remaining focused is, is something that's going to be helpful for everyone. I think that it's very easy for the to let the days run together. It's very easy to let these larger macro events that are going on around us kind of affect our day-to-day routine which can in turn throw off our short, medium, and long-term goals. So I think staying focused, remaining focused is going to be paramount to being successful and staying on track. And if I could add um, maybe some strategies for maintaining that focus, I think now more than ever uh, it, it would be imperative for most people to go ahead and make sure that you're utilizing your planners, make sure that you're utilizing your calendars, and you're setting objectives for yourself every day. You're setting tasks for yourself to complete every day as they relate to your, your career goals, your professional development, and any other aspirations that you have. And I think that if you can provide that structure and that organization for, for yourself during these cloudy times, you'll be able to bring, uh, bring out the best in yourself for when all of this uh, blows over and uh, be able to shine on the other side of things.
0: Fantastic, AJ. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks so much for coming on Career Bits and talking with us this week.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jay.
0: All right, so we've got Patrick, Matthew, and Jesse here as well. And Patrick, I know you've got some employers who are doing some hiring you want to highlight this week.
2: Yeah, this week I've been hearing from Ortho Carolina, Allstate, Element Brands, Corning, HealthStat, Honeywell, SPX Flow, and A number of others that have said that they have various positions, if not a lot of positions that they're looking for candidates. So very exciting to hear that even though uh, we're feeling this recession, this thing, there's still
3: employers out there. Matt, you know about some neat roles opening up in the Salisbury area as well. Yeah, man. Right now, Chewy is hiring for two HR roles in their Salisbury location. Check out Chewy Careers to see all the awesome stuff they're hiring for right now. And, you know, Jay, I also want to highlight some really cool resources that students can check out. So one thing students want to check out right now are employer resource groups or employee resource groups, ERGs. These are groups within different companies, tend to be your larger companies, but sometimes some mid-level have them. But what they are is they're really company groups based around identity, right? So maybe Latino, maybe LGBT, check out those different groups that are in these companies because it's a great way to make connections. So maybe you can find out the name of a company group. You can find people who are in that group on LinkedIn, connect with them, grow your network. Um, such things like out in tech is a really cool, like national organization. So it's technology around LGBT and allies. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans queer questioning. And then you can also check out things like disability in North Carolina. So disability in North Carolina, uh, is actually a statewide, but there's also a national brand that works with employers who match um, applicants with disabilities with employers who are hiring. So this is across the spectrum of possible disabilities that one can maybe have. So definitely check them out. Um, these are all different organizations that you can look at to grow your network, to get connected to companies, and to kind of help you get to that next job.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That goes right into our theme this week, which is staying on track this summer. Jesse, you had a way for folks to stay on track as well.
2: Jay, I sure did. And I feel like my theme recently has been to chat about how you can continually amp up your resume. So for those of you who just can't stop learning, I found a really cool resource actually offered through IBM. IBM reached out to let us know that they have a new platform called OpenP Tech. Students can take free online classes in things like blockchain, design thinking, AI, amongst other topics. So definitely check it out. Again, IBM's Open P-TECH. All the courses are free, and there's no limit to the number you take.
0: The career center also, though, we're extending our career preppers series. If you were around for those seminars in the spring, maybe you didn't get to go to one where you learn about, you know, staying active in the job market or how to network and brand and all of those kind of things. The career prepper series is going to continue throughout the summer. So if you go to hirea 9 slash events you will see all the upcoming webinars, seminars, career meetups, everything else that we've got coming up over the next several weeks for you throughout May, June, and July. We're going to be bringing you you more content from the Career Center. And also we're going to have some employers come in and talk as well. So the point is, gang, stay on track and stay focused. We're here for you to help you throughout the summer months. And now, Patrick, we're here for your final thoughts for the week.
2: Yeah, so my final thoughts are about this summer. So, a lot of times when you head into the summer after you're done with a, a tough fall and spring semester, you think, now's the time for vacation. Now's the time just to turn off my brain and, and wait for next fall. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm a big fan of making sure that I'm keeping my brain moving, whether it's reading a good book, taking a, a quick class on something that I really enjoy, or you know, just updating my career strategy and what it is that I'm trying to do while I'm here in, in uh, at the university and moving forward. So just a couple of things. Make sure you have a good strategy. It's a great opportunity, a great time to meet with your career coach to go through some of that stuff and update your material because fall is just around the corner and that's when all the employers are going to be uh, looking for those candidates for
0: internships and uh, full-time positions. Well said, Patrick. Thank you all for joining us on this latest edition of the Career Bits podcast. We will be back next week with another episode. Stay connected with the Career Center on social media at Niner Careers and on our website, career.uncc.edu. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.